Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Governing Authorities, Kingdom and Earth. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode two of six. May this message accelerate your growth if you now find yourself working against the governing authorities in the name of God. I get that the religious will attempt to discredit what the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you, but so you know the tactics of the devil, 2 Corinthians 2, 10 and 11. Even he was so stupid, if a spirit being can actually be stupid, as to use the scripture to discredit the word of God, that is the Son of God, and his name is Jesus, Matthew 4, 1, 11. Let's look at a new block of scriptures that will encourage you to live properly and in peace. Romans 13, 1, 6. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. Yes, I'm going to take these apart line by line, precept by precept. Isaiah 28:13. But the word of the Lord was to them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little, there a little. That they might go and fall backwards and be broken and snared and caught. Ken, is this a trick? Why interrupt scripture with more scripture? To me, all of scripture is a Holy Spirit alphabet soup. But it also helps to support my Mulholland Drive driving. That is to say, sometimes I weave in and out on a message to address some of the outlier questions. Now Isaiah presents us with a scripture that if, or as we take it apart, it will have one of two possible outcomes. It will either build us up in the things of the Lord, or we can fall backwards and be broken. If you have never fallen backwards, it's a bit of a shot of anxiety, right in the space that you begin to descend, from a standing position to one of flying in the opposite direction that you can see in. Now, if you're going to go flying, you would at least want to see what it is in front of you. But flying backwards is anything but a trust fall. At 60 years of age, I have managed to do this on several occasions, and how I avoided injury is written in the Chronicles of God. Let's line up. Every soul means every soul, which is hard to dispute. As a Christian, you really can't get past this initial statement in Romans, without having your old thinking challenged. Be subject. Any questions? For there is no authority except from God. Now this is meddling in both worlds. As if the initial statement doesn't cross over into the church as well, as into the natural governing authorities as well, right? And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. You know I gotta go there, meaning where I've already been up top. Defund the popo. Who would say this in light of this scripture? The fallbackers would, and that is who, who. Look, see what this states. The authorities that exist are appointed by God. So Jesus stated he is not of this world, nor his kingdom, and that the world has a contrary ruler who is ever attempting to destroy humanity, even his own kids. But then that we are to listen to the authorities, even if they are evil? Look at what I found. Proverbs 29.2 When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Are many of us not groaning in California, in the nation, in these years? I won't make this a political rant, but a man is known by their fruit, not their personality. Not whether you like them or not. By their fruit. No worries, because you will be measured in the same way. The Cyrus anointing is the lead election notice, not the voter box. Look again. All the authorities that exist. Verse 2. Therefore, whoever resists the authority, resists the ordinance of God. 
and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. So I left this big bite because, well, I'm hungry. No, but so look again at what happens when you think it is up to you to listen to your boss or not, your parents, teachers, fivefold ministers, elected or selected politicians. Take a spoon of judgment daily and call me in the morning. Now listen, submit and obey. Find peace from and of God in doing so. Verse 3, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. So is this saying for us to do good and we won't have to be afraid of the authorities? Yes, kind of. We have all seen the movies where the nice guy gets it in the end, where the Hitlers of the world seem to always win until they don't, leaving in their wake bodies, bodies, bodies. But for many, many, many of us, this is not the case. We will live out our lives without the fear of dying under Adolf Hitler or someone similar. But if a similar one does show up, let's see what Luke has to say about him. 12, 4, and 5. And I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. And after that, have no more that they can do. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he is killed, has power to cast you into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. But so for most of us, we can and should, by our decisions, obey the authority set in place by God himself. Live terror-free. Continuing with verse 3. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same, for he is God's minister to you for good. Always good news in Scripture. Be unafraid of the minister. Yup. This is a yes and a nope together. It saves typing. Besides, we have a maybe, right? So we should have a yope. It's one less character than maybe. But this is not saying, at least, so far as that those in authority are believers. But it is saying that that person is a minister of good, if in fact you are submitting to their authority. If you do not submit, then they are not there to minister good but terror. And your disobedience is evil by this definition. I know, I hear the what-ifs flood coming down the pipe. Quick, let's move on. Perhaps we can outrun it. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. What? They had avengers way back then. And I thought we invented these stealthy superheroes. Playing with words can be fun and, well, fun. You know where the comment, be afraid, be very afraid came from? The Avengers scripture. Okay, so kidding aside, we see that this is pretty clear. Funny how we hear, do not fear, do not be afraid, all throughout Scripture. But in this Scripture, we see that it tells us the opposite, if we are doing evil. Now, let's not get sideways. This is written to believers. Yes, believers can get sideways and do evil. If you want to find evidence of this, then go, well, to any story in the Bible. And you may find support for what I'm saying right there. Verse 5. Therefore, you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. Is it just me, but isn't it funny that dictionary.com has spell check? This is important to me because I have so badly misspelled words that my computer gave the ghost up. Maybe this is why I invented so many words. Inwardly, it may be a deep-seated struggle to find the correct spelling, 
so I outwardly rebel by adding these convictions to my dictionary, therefore justifying my use of the word. Okay, so again I depart to DCOM, and it states of the word that triggered this conversation, conscience. The inner sense of what is right or wrong in one's conduct or motives, impelling one towards right action to follow the dictates of his conscience. A complex of ethical and moral principles that controls or inhibits the actions or thoughts of an individual. An inhibiting sense of what is prudent. I'd eat another piece of pie, but my conscience would bother me. Obey them or our conscience. Either way, it works out for you in spite of their response to your obedience. Verse 6. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Now keep in mind that Paul wrote this stuff. And he went to the third heaven, 2 Corinthians 12:14. And maybe, just maybe, he saw the taxes were good. Now, aside from the abuses of the system, no, but wait, it's not God's system per se. As he already told us, he is not of this world. So can we really say it's abuses if it's the devil handling the coffers? Do we not expect a murderer to kill, a pig to snort? Why on earth would we expect that in every situation, kingdom principles would be at play because the kingdom of God is not here, right? Yup. Luke 17, 21. Nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. I know, I know, it's not a kingdom message, but some latitude, please. Wherever you're at, you bring the kingdom of God with you. The temple of God is never empty, right? 1 Corinthians 3, 17. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of light to shine through into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.